Arthur Smith needs to go. That and more today on the Charlie Jacobs podcast. Today is Tuesday, December 19th as I'm recording this. And as I said at the very start, Arthur Smith needs to go. This is the third time I've brought this up this year already. Arthur Smith is not a good coach. He needs to go. He doesn't know how to use his players. The Falcons, if they want to make the playoffs because their division, they could still win it. Maybe not anymore, but they could have still won it going into last week. And they lost. They just need to win games if they want to make the playoffs. Even at the bottom of the NFC with the wildcard race, they can still get in if they won games and they're just not doing it. They need to win games and Arthur Smith is not executing. He's awful with game management at the end of the games. He doesn't even know which quarterback to play. Now Heineke's coming back in. He's going to be the starter. Ritter was the starter to start the season. Then it was Heineke. Then it was back to Ritter. Now it's Heineke again. And it's just, it's all really mind-boggling, the things he does. I mean, they just lost to the one-win Panthers. Yes, there was weather there, but it should have been a run-heavy matchup. And they took out the... Eighth overall pick from this past year's draft. It doesn't ma- it doesn't make sense. You draft Bijan Robinson, you gotta use him. He fumbles, you still have to use him. Especially in a game like this where you need to run the ball. Algier, he ran okay, but you need to have Bijan out there. He he's your star running back. You drafted him for a reason, you drafted him to use him, not to bench him because he fumbles in a game where the weather's already bad and the ball's already slippery. And he was off the field. Before that, the Falcons looked eh, they looked okay. But once he was off the field, they just looked terrible. They couldn't move the ball. And the Panthers won. It was an embarrassing loss for the Falcons. The Falcons have had many embarrassing losses this year. This one tops the cake. This is the worst one. And I don't think there's anything else Arthur Smith could do to save his job. The The GM, they need to fire the GM too. The Falcons GM, how does he draft Pitts, London, and Bijan? fails to have Arthur Smith and even him using these talents to win games, especially using these talents against a team that is not good. You have a one-win team. Why are you not going to at least let Bijan run more? Why are you not going to throw the ball to London? Why are you not going to give the ball to Pitts? It doesn't make sense at all. And yeah, it's the GM's fault for drafting them and them not using them, but it's also Arthur Smith's fault for not using them, and it's just a really bad situation. And to make it even worse, so that was a 1 o'clock game. In a 4 o'clock game, Kyron Williams of the Rams fumbled twice, yet they still used him, and they won. And he was a big part of it. So he fumbled twice, and they still used him, yet the 8th overall pick, who fumbled once, was taken out of the game. Bijan had 7 carries. That's not okay. Bijan had 7 carries. I mean, I've already tired myself out of the Arthur Smith stuff. He just needs to go, and I'm going to leave it at that. What's wrong with the Eagles? This is bad. Yeah, three losses back-to-back with two of those games being against the Niners, who look like the best team in football, and that is by far, I'd say. And then Dallas, who have been dominant at home. But then losing to Seattle last night? Like, what's going on there? Drew Locke was starting. They didn't even name a starting quarterback till 30 minutes before the game. Jeez. It's, it's just bad. The Eagles were in position to win that game, and they just folded. They let Drew Locke lead a game-winning drive. And that's just embarrassing, especially if you're Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, because he couldn't get them more points. It's just a whole bad situation for the Eagles right now. And they're the five seed right now in the NFC. And 
yeah, they're probably going to either be the five seed or the two seed, depending on if they win the division or not. They do have an easy schedule rest of way, but it's just not looking good. And even with Dallas losing, I'm going into that game, it really looked like, oh, Philly was going to beat the Seahawks, take back first place in the division, and then they were going to be good from there and they were going to easily win the division. But it's not like that anymore. If they lose any of their next three games, they're probably not winning the division. And it sounds crazy to say that, but still, the defending the defending NFC Super Bowl team, who looked good to start the year, just not have looked the same. Their defense is nowhere near the same as it was last year. And even earlier in the season, their defense was better earlier on, and recently it just hasn't been good. Their pass rush has not been as good as it was last year. I mean, Hassan Reddick, he's not the same player right now. I don't know what happened to him. He was dominant last year, and this year he's just not doing the same thing. And also, Jalen Hurts does not look 100%. I think because there's some easy games coming up for them, two against the Giants, maybe you sit Hurts for one of them and just let Mariota play, let Hurts heal up because Hurts does not look healthy right now. Yeah, I know he was sick going into this game, but it's just that knee injury that they're saying. It feels like it's still nagging him on. He doesn't look the same as he did last year. Last year, he was one of the top MVP candidates, and this year... He's not having a great year, especially compared to last year. So that that's something. I mean, for me as a Giants fan, let the Eagles be bad. But as an overall football fan, it's really weird and it's really strange to see the Eagles falling so hard at this point in the season because this did not happen to them last year. And at this point last year, they looked like the best team in football. Next up, uh, two more people to the three-sack club. Three sack club, it's back this week. Bradley Chubb for the Dolphins had three sacks against the Jets. And Tano Passanio for the Saints had three sacks against the Giants. So they're the two players from this week who are into the three sack club. Montez Sweat was close. He had two and a half sacks, but didn't quite make it. And now, huge, big topic I actually want to talk about because it's very important for the playoffs is what's going on with the Dolphins and the Bills. So the Dolphins, the rest of the season, they might have arguably the hardest schedule left in football. But the big thing with this team, two of their games are home. And the Dolphins have the biggest home field advantage in the league. When the opponent is on the sideline and they're playing at a time when it's sunny out, those opposing teams are going to be in much hotter temperatures and they're going to get tired much quicker. They're going to get dehydrated and it's a huge advantage for the Dolphins. And that's just the way the stadium's built. And especially now after all the COVID season with home field advantage not being as crazy important in a way as it used to be back before COVID, it's really important that the Dolphins have two of these next three games at home because they're home against Dallas who's coming off a loss and are going to want to get a win because they want to stay ahead of the Eagles. They're away against Baltimore, and then that's the Dolphins and Ravens fighting for the one seed in the AFC if the Dolphins beat Dallas. And also not to mention the Ravens play the Niners very soon coming up this week. That's going to be an awesome game. I can't wait to watch that. But if the Ravens lose and the Dolphins lose, it's going to be the same thing as this week pretty much. But if the Dolphins win and the Ravens lose, it's going to be... A huge game, even bigger than it was going to be anyways. And then 
They're home against Buffalo, the Dolphins. And that game could actually decide the division depending on how these next three weeks go for both teams. The Bills, they're coming off so much momentum right now. They just beat the Cowboys. They re- No, they didn't just beat them. They dominated the Cowboys. And they beat the Chiefs the week before that. They look really, really good. And yeah, there's some little mistakes here and there for the Bills. But you'd expect that coming from the Bills. Josh Allen's having a great year. If the Bills win out and win their division, Josh Allen could win MVP this season, and it wouldn't be so surprising. Miami, if they lose out these next three games, which is possible, and then the Bills win out their next three games, which is also possible, then the Bills could win the division. So there's that. Personally, I do think Miami still probably wins the division because they do need to win one game, pretty much. And they have such a big home field advantage that I feel like they'll beat either the Cowboys or the Bills. And maybe they even beat Baltimore, especially because they looked really good against what was considered the best pass defense in football. And they put up 30 points on the Jets, and that was without Tyreek Hill. Jalen Waddell had his best career game. The Dolphins looked awesome, and Tyreek wasn't even playing. And it was also against that team that has such excellent corners. So that is definitely another factor in this. And I think Miami is just a really good team. And after losing to Tennessee, they came out strong and they had some good performances and it's a little different now. But Buffalo, if they make the playoffs, which there is a good chance, but there's also all those tiebreakers which might make it so they can't, I think they're going to be a really tough team to play. They're the seven seed. You're not going to want to face them as a two seed. They're the six seed. You're not going to want to face them as a three seed. If they end up making the playoffs as their division winners, you're not going to want to play them as any of the wild card teams. They finally found the run game as well. James Cook dominated in this game against the Cowboys. Josh Allen barely did anything, but they still won very convincingly because of James Cook. And for the Bills, who over the past few years have struggled to find that one running back who could really be that do-it-all guy who could be good in the receiving game and the running game. Someone that they could lean on, James Cook, seems to be that guy right now. He looks great. And now, before I end off the episode, here is my Jacob Jugular for this week. I think the Indianapolis Colts will win the AFC South. Yes, out of the three teams in the AFC South who are 8-6, and six, that's the Jaguars, the Colts, and the Texans, I think the Colts have the easiest schedule and the best path to making the playoffs. So the rest of the year, they play Atlanta, who's coming off an awful loss, and I feel like morale is very down there, and I think the Colts could go into Atlanta and beat them because it's a dome. Then they play the Raiders, again, another dome game. It doesn't even matter where it is because it would still be a dome game. And then they play Houston, And I think, really, the winner of that Houston-Indianapolis game could win the division. But the loser of that game probably doesn't make the playoffs. I think Indianapolis has the best shot to make the playoffs by winning their division out of these three teams. The Jaguars, they play Tampa, who can be a very tough team to play. Carolina, who just upset Atlanta. And then Tennessee, who I feel like they're going to want to play spoiler because that's just what I think Vrabel would want to do. And also, you have Trevor Lawrence, still is not 100%. Definitely not 100% yet. And then you have Houston, who now, they play Cleveland, which is a really tough matchup. Play Tennessee, who Tennessee and Houston, their games are always very crazy and very close. And there's been a lot of overtime games with them in the past few years, even when one team is good and one team isn't. And then Indianapolis, 
They also might be without Stroud against Cleveland. And overall, their injuries this season have not been in their favor. They've still found ways to get these games and get these things done. But still, it's not looking the best for them, even though I am rooting for them. And yeah, as I said, I don't think the Colts lose another game. Jonathan Taylor is going to come back soon. Gardner Minshew has been playing good football. Their receivers have been playing well. And they have a really good young coach. I think Shane Steichen, he's been awesome for them. The Colts were not supposed to be competitive this year. And they really are. And then it just feels like one of those years where a team you wouldn't have expected at the start of the season to end up winning a division will actually win their division. And it's very interesting to think that. But the AFC South right now, it's very close race. And I could see it going anyway, but I actually do think the Colts will win this division. So that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next week for my Week 16 recap of the NFL season. And if I can't be back next week because of holiday break, then I'll be back for Week 17, and I'll also talk about some Week 16. Again, that's all for today. Thank you for listening.